Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We were already having light banter. That would be the pre-roll into the... I know, we, were having, we had a perfect conversation. And then we've stopped. Oh, what I will say is it's... Lovely and toasty. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. Hello, Rufus, his dog. Oh, the dog's in the pod room. The dog's in the podcast room. To be honest, was fine when he was a puppy, but he's too boisterous. He's got to yeah, go. Gonna, he's too loud. Barked at both of us entering, so I don't know. Is Tim's dog homophobic? It's so toasty in here. Rufus sounds like the name of a homophobic dog. It's freezing outside. It's chilly, but I love winter. Do you? Yeah. I'm uh, hating it. Really? Do you mm. get sick in winter? I haven't been sick yet. I get sick as a dog in summer. Really? I'm allergic to everything. Remember all those summers where my eyes were like yeah. red and swollen? Whereas winter, that's my nose. A little bit congested, but not too bad. That's mine. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Mine. Completely fine. I, I woke up with good. a little tickle this morning. I did wake up with a tickle this morning and I was Whoa. like, it begins, but it's gotten better. I sl- like when I sleep, I get hot. And yeah. so winter's good for me because I just regulate. Whereas yeah. in summer, too hot. Oh, winter, wake up. I wake up cold every day. What Do you sleep in pajamas? Uh, underwear and a t-shirt. I've got some pajama pants, but I find those too hot. I sleep in the underwear that I've been wearing that day. Yeah, same. So I take off all my clothes apart from that underwear and sleep mm. in that. So you're... Do you, no you're t-shirt. Wear, no t-shirt even in the depths of winter. No. Nah. Wow. That's how hot I get when I sleep. I get so hot. Sometimes I'm like sweating. Can I tell you something awful? Yes. The t-shirt I'm wearing underneath this hoodie is the t-shirt I sleep in. That's gross. Yeah. Have you showered today? No, 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 no. Okay. Of course You've had a lazy... I wouldn't... wouldn't, (laughs) I wouldn't shower and then get back into the closet. I I don't know. Something could be going on. Yeah, no. And I'm going to go for a run after this. I've got my running gear. And I'm going to go for a run in the t-shirt that I slept in. That's brave. In this weather? Oh, I'm going to leave the hoodie on. It's cold. It's cold. I think global warming's fake. Because <laughs> <laughs> the proof is it's just normal. It's freezing. Winter is cold. Summer is hot. Yeah, nothing's changed in my view. Oh, isn't it boring talking about the weather? Let's play the theme song. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. Welcome along to this week's episode of The Mail Gates. And look, it's the second week. We're back. We're, We're back. kind of back on our system. We're you know? consistent. We're consistent. Yes. We've both got a cup of coffee. The heat has been on in this little room. It's feeling cozy. It's like winter chats. I don't know what you're doing at home listening. I hope you're cuddled up near, near the, next to the fire, patting a cat. Maybe you're, a on little a, mink. maybe you're on a bus on your way to work. Yeah. Maybe you're about to go to sleep, in which case just rest into that bed. Maybe you're winking. 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 Wanking. 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 I don't know if you were saying winking. <laughs> Maybe you're winking as you listen to this. <laughs> Just let other at people strangers know. strangers on the street. On the, in the bus. <laughs> winking at people. 
<laughs> I wonder if there's like ASMR podcasts that exist. There's sh- no, surely. Absolutely. Of course. In Love fact, I that. want to subscribe to them. Oh, I found a great new <laughs> Twitter account the other day. Yes? It's, um, you know, I, I can't remember. What it's, it's called like high compressing. <laughs> it's basically a giant metal device that compresses things. So it puts anything underneath it. Or on Instagram. I'm going to find it. It's on Twitter. It's videos. Oh, I know what you mean. It's like, like a crusher. steel mugs. Yeah. yeah. Oh my love God. It. I love it. Interesting. That's your sort of line. You like more destruction of stuff. It's called Hydraulic Press Best. At Hydraulic Vids. Yeah. And, and the videos make me feel so happy. But what's weird is that this is a soap dispenser that's being crushed and all the soap kind of bursts out yeah, of it. Yeah, wow. What's weird, though, is that all these accounts with these sorts of videos then end up being taken over by, like, porn or, like, eventually just end up being other shit. Porn they- is the foundations of our society. You mm. know, like, at the end of the day, everything boils down to just pornography, I think. Yeah. Like, everything's, like, working to that, like, like most teenagers at school are like, when can I get to some porn? You know, and like the lots, whole of, day lots of people lose it. their jobs because of it. Lots of people find people because of it through mm. kinks or whatever. You know, like I just feel like. Isn't it weird to seek out porn and be like, I really want to watch some porn? It's like, you know what's going to happen. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. <laughs> there's no spoilers. Like, I wonder what's going to be particularly good about this one. I sometimes my attitude is like, you know. Turn, it's like turning on a heater. Turn that on, it's a bit cold in here. Mm. Where sometimes I really stoke the fire. Wow. You know, I'm going to be like, I'm going to watch some, some pornography. Porn. You know, and I would like lay the kindling down. I have to, I'm so glad that I'm not like a, at university anymore, like doing assignments or essays ever, because that is the point in my life where I'm just like, Porn fest. Seconds away from porn at any, like I'll yes. type, I'll be like three words and then I've got to look at a naked butt. <laughs> That's probably why everyone's comedy fish shows are so horny because they're like <laughs> writing, 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 and then it's like pornography for the rest of the writing session. Yeah, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who was, and he was like, "I've banned myself from looking at porn unless I elect." And he was as a straight man. He was like, "Because sometimes I just want to look at a vagina," and I was like, "Can't imagine that." <laughs> but a bussy for sure. Yeah, I was looking at a bussy. <laughs> <laughs> This is already they're like there's probably young teenagers listening to this, and we already apologise. But maybe it's cool. Like maybe your friends aren't talking about this, in which case yeah, they're probably like, we don't call it a bussy. Anymore. I wonder when it gets gross for us to do this. Probably thirty-five. That's too close for me. That's fine. Uh, no, no, I don't. I mean, I'll be honest with you right now. I don't want to still be doing this podcast in five years. <laughs> I love it. I no, love this podcast. We're doing this podcast till our dying <laughs> day. <laughs> I want to be eighty-five, days. and you'd be like, "What's what's the what's the fact of the game?" You're like, the "Fact of the game is I'm fucking dying tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> the queen of the week is God. Please let me into heaven. I've changed my ways. Please forgive me. Um, I wonder when we'll like end this. Yeah. Who knows? That's the thing about podcasts; they just go forever. It's a continual. There's no kind of. That's the thing. My dad wrote a porno, and then guess what? My dad wrote another porno. You know, it's yeah. like even the Guess ones what? that seem like they're going to have an end. Stephen Avery, guilty again. Oh no, that was that's, um, a, that's a Netflix, Netflix series. Special. That's not a podcast. Oh, you know, look, there's just everyone killed someone and someone made content about it. But Adnan is gonna is, has he had his retrial, his appeal? I don't know. Let's get to some gay shit. Have you watched eh? Chernobyl? I started like watching the- she yes bull. Uh, that show rules. <laughs> I watched the first episode and Michael and I were both on our phones while watching it, but I was kind of into it. You absolutely cannot be on your phone during that show. There's a lot of 
from episode one, just kind of walking, like running around with it's alarms going off. So intense because an explosion has happened yes. and they have to work so quick to stop worse things from happening. If you watch... It was just lots of running around, like, uh, like hallways. and It's going, so tense, though. It wasn't tense when we were watching it. It was wow. just kind of like admin. But, yeah. I can under- but I liked it. It was dramatic. <laughs> it was, we were wa- we've been watching Killing Eve, which is just... Oh, go, go, go. Blow after blow. Impact, you know, a lot less running, more plot. Someone there that I was calling... Um, oh, some, someone on Twitter was calling Orange is the New Black a soap opera. And I was like, is it a soap opera? Is that why I like it? <laughs> I don't know. It's funny when you see things through new eyes. So, do you want to know the fact of the game? Yeah. Okay, I found this out, and I thought this was so amazing. Little Richard, pop star, yes, icon. His song "Tutti Fruity." Tutti Fruity. Oh, Rudy. Tutti Fruity. Uh, originally <laughs> Yes He was so surprised That they chose to make a single He couldn't believe it And they actually The record company Employed a writer to rewrite it Because get this The original lyrics were I just had a burp uh, The original lyrics were All very homosexual Yeah Horned up Gay song Here's the original lyrics were uh, Tutti Fruity uh, Fuck my bussy. Pretty tutti fruity, good booty. Oh, if it don't fit, don't force it. You can grease it, make it easy. Holy shit! Yeah. Do you reckon the music execs were like, "Oh Ooh. my god, no way"? So I thought this for the single tutti fruity <laughs> in my bussy. <laughs> tutti fruity. That's full on. It's really full on. Eh? It's just like when you go and like, I don't know. We find this in our job because we write comedy, and so we're like, you kind of gauge how much you can share and delve into like your personal life, and like, yeah. like we at John or Ben say, we're like, well, how far can we like push our gay agenda? But we, you start soft, soft, really. Whereas soft. I feel like Little Richard's just giving you full ten. Like, this is my first song. Go whole hog, you know. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> at six pm. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna open with a little song massive cock in your eyes. <laughs> Whereas, lube it up. And I wonder if people will find this in their jobs, be it that in the, like accounting or in a law firm, or like how much of like your agenda do you slide into the office? You know, like mm. say it be Pride Month. Yeah. Do you make the whole office celebrate? You know, or just or just bring some, cupcakes. or do you just have a pin? You know, you're a like pin is cute for the month. My 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 cubicle will have streamers. You know. Yeah, I I don't know if I ever do enough to celebrate pride I do, I don't you do a lot of gigs i do a lot you, of gigs you literally last night hosted the rainbow <laughs> youth gala for free <laughs> i did an uh, auction comedy i guess i mean like vi- in terms of the visibility in non-queer spaces do i wear rainbows do i you know what exhibit? non-queer spaces are you inhabiting the classic comedy bar. Yeah. <laughs> that is a, that is the opposite of a Time queer space. Time zone. <laughs> that is a queer space. Oh, really? You think so? All the levels or just certain certain floors? Time zone. Do you mean... Oh, Game On game is what on. I mean, of course. But Time Zone and... Uh, Should we Wellington host like space? a Pride event at Game On? That'd be so much fun. And it's just like... Free games. <laughs> free games for queers. <laughs> I love that. Um, sh- we should make it... <gasps> we should make like a Time Zone game. What would you classify that game as? It's a specific genre of like interactive game, eh? Like what? a time zone or a game on game is like a. It's not like a video it's, game. It's an arcade game. 
but it's not like a um it's not a Tekken. It's not yeah or like Street a Fighter or Street Fighter. Like. What 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 is that kind of controller? You'd call that a joystick. Joystick. <laughs> this is <laughs> you're like reaching for these things. What were like, my childhood? <laughs> what was childhood? Um, but, but they also have they also have Street Fighter at game on. Yeah, but uh, most of the games that you play. Yeah, the fun ones. Yeah, no, yeah. most of them are like put a basketball in a hoop. No, one of them is like put a basketball Lots in a hoop. Lots of them. Or drive a f- car or ride a fake horse. Yeah, yeah. Or shoot a gun. Or play Tekken or dance. There's so, there's so yeah, much variety. I guess they are arcade games. It's a yeah. game arcade. It's a game arcade. It's got to we should make games. a gay arcade. Arcade. Just no. A, no. No, gay no, arcade. Gay arcade. <laughs> but we're like an arcade game that's gay. Oh god, what are words anymore? Um, Just like a claw machine, but it's full of um, con- ending HIV <laughs> condoms. <laughs> what do you think of the new ending HIV campaign? That's all like rules for a fuck buddy. <laughs> Have you seen it? Uh, I think I've. Is it more like black and white photography? It's black and white photography, and it's like um, uh, the one with our friend Blaze on it. Is oh, like yes. we won't be having dinner, but you will be eating. Oh. And there's all these. Real, there's one that's like you bring the condoms, I'll bring the lubes, and then there's one that's like. Um, uh, you will not be staying the night. It's all about like right. the rules, the boundaries you set with your fuck bunny. Uh, and one of the, obviously part of those rules is condoms prep. Oh, gotcha. It's like pushing this NSA, mm. like w- strictly hook up by being like, but also having some autonomy and uh, rules around your body and yes. being able to like keep yourself happy and healthy. Yeah. Gotcha. I think that, Obviously, really good campaigns that do catch a lot of people. But for me, I'm like, this campaign is not... I don't identify with the This is what I wanted to talk to you about because... (laughs) Last episode. Yeah. We talked at great length about, one, we were going to go shopping and do a makeover. Two, we were going to go to the opening night of Staircase. Staircase. Then we were going to go out and watch some drag, probably. Because it was the final of Drag Race. Yeah. We watched the Drag Race finale. We got that. We all br- everyone brought a plate. It was everyone really bought good. some food. Really we bought some snacks. Then we called it a night, and we all went home. Oh, we did watch. We did watch. We watched YouTube videos of stage challenge <laughs> performances, and the first one we found just by searching <laughs> stage challenge. Clicked on the first one. It was themed the Pike River Mine Disaster, and it was not the only Pike River themed one in the top five. <laughs> it I'm was not, crazy. I feel like stage challenge cliches of like the nineties was like the internet is taking over. Yeah, cyber safety and like. Violence in video games. Drugs, the danger of drugs. Drugs, as well. yeah. And the cliche of like anything post Pike River was Pike River. Pike. It was like, let's tackle Pike River. It's in a, wild. It was, I don't know why. I think it's because guys got to dress up as minors and dance. Yeah, and there was a lot of commentary about the way the media handled the thing. Yeah. But it's just like. It's- the poor families and the media kind of like ripping them to shreds and yeah. But then you've got these like high schoolers playing like the wife of a Pike River miner. I'm like. This only happened a the few years ago. The most alarming stuff is always the inevitable scene where you hear, where you get flashing lights and like a whole bunch of teenagers with mining hats on, like falling to the ground. And people playing gas and fire with teased hair. Or in, in one in scenario, a canary. Uh, yes. A bunch of kids playing canaries. I love that thing of stage challenge being like, there's always the six girls who do ballet, who get like their time to shine. They're the and like, literally, it was the canaries and it was like perfect. They all were on their point shoes. They've been doing point for like two years and just like loving it. If you are listening and you don't know what stage challenge is, by the way, uh, it's a weird performative thing that I don't know if it exists in any other country in the world where like New, New Zealand high schools would do dance performances based it's on... It's a very specific 
genre of performance. So basically, yeah. it's like a school-wide competition in high school where you got to pick a theme, an issue, and yeah. like, and it was like a drama exercise. Like you had to sort of explore that theme with um, dance, and it was always like a pre-cut. Like you'd get like a mega mix track with yeah. like, and stitch that together with like a bit of VO from like a fourteen-year-old kid being like. Clarissa, time for bed. You know, like yes. awful and then they performance. Would sync along to the pre-recorded yes. that, that happened in our. We did a uh, leave me alone. Was my one of my favorite VO jobs from like the poor wife of like a, a dead miner. We did a Maori legend, and uh, with my, my school was so white. Yeah, Rickerton High. The footage leaks. I <laughs> Rickerton. Did you know this? Rickerton High School's now. The second or third most culturally diverse school in the country. Wow. Yeah. My friend Emma teaches there. Total cool there. That's, yeah. that's beautiful. It's incredible. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's what we did. We stayed. We watched like so much stage challenge. But and then- what I wanted to raise about this was like uh, this idea of like how much of your, how much of the queer identity is like built up around partying. Like, and I yeah. think it's because you know we've always had to you know from back in the day when it was like you know a crime to be gay or queer you would do it in the shadows and in the secrets you know in the secrets in the cupboards in and like clubs exclusive little clubs yeah. so to go it was out kind was of a rebellious nature of that yeah and so to well. like discover yourself was to have to go out mm. discreetly at night yeah and that has evolved into like a sort of 90s house like epic DJ event culture, which has now like developed into kind of, I don't know, like sort of drag nights and uh, club nights. Yeah. And, and there's ball culture and that as well, you know, like it's, it's always kind of about going out and partying and I've never, I've never been a partier. And it's one thing I've, I think you had a stretch. How long do you reckon that was? I reckon it was maybe six months where like after every <laughs> after every snort you'd be like, Let's go to family, come on. Was I single? Yeah, I think so. Right. I think yeah, early snort days but, before you met your boy. Oh yeah. I this sort of like dynamotion era when I was doing like yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah. Just starting out in Auckland. Yeah. But it, honestly, it would have been four or five nights that we considered a streak. That's true. And I don't think we ever, like, bought more than one drink at, at No. Bar. No. And it was still home by, like, two or three. That's why I kind of have started wondering about, like, what my ending HIV campaign would... Like, the ending HIV to, to, to capture a person like me. To, I mean, it would be like, you're in a committed relationship. So... <laughs> so it's chill. <laughs> so it's chill, man. Make sure he's not cheating on you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's just like, oh, so much of our... What specifically stuff targeted towards like also white gay cisgendered men is yeah. like shirtless guys being like wanna party yeah want some poppers and it's like i've just never been in that world i love that when an image is cropped so it's like you can tell that i'm naked but you're not gonna see you know it's yes. like just the hip is like at the right angle where it's like oh yeah which is also i was having a good old chat to khan I wonder if he's listening. Oh, hey, Khan. Uh, who's working with uh, Pride, Auckland Pride at the moment. Yeah. And on the, I think he's, I don't know if he's announced that he's on the, oh my God, this might have to be redacted. Anyway, lovely guy. No, I think it's all been announced. Yeah, he's Max on the Pride Tweedy board. Is the yeah, director. yeah, great. That's all out in the open. Congratulations, I Max. Max. I don't know if these are like secrets or, not, or anything. It doesn't matter. Anyway, 
Khan's involved. He's on the board. And we were talking about um, how much I love like the month of Pride versus just the parade and how like oh, yeah. the parade is, you know, one event of Pride. But for me, the true like celebration of Pride is the month of like events and gigs and talks and shows and like mm-hmm. cinemas playing specific movies and like those outdoor, outdoor cinema, cinema events things. that George Fennett was doing. And it's like this whole range of events that are like for me is like that kind of allows me to sort of develop and explore my queer identity versus specifically just a parade. Yeah. Speaking I, of which, it's very funny that um, Disneyland had a pride. Gay pride parade. <laughs> so sweet. But also I was like, okay, well, what is there to celebrate in terms of Disney and pride? Like, because all their characters are straight. Straight. I mean, not not what's his name in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Imagine if it was just like just him, him. By himself doing a laugh. <laughs> like all the kind of like <laughs> third, like number sixty five on the call sheet. All those characters, yes. like I did think I I was I offended some... by Aladdin because I so I was just so annoyed yes. that Jafar was not a camp old queen. I was like, that's who he is. Well, that's the interesting thing. I was like, they're going as far to say like. We acknowledge, we see you, but also like a lot of the rhetoric was like love is love, and it's very stripped of like, yeah, men can have sex with men, people can identify however they like, you know, gender is a spectrum. It was none of that. It was just like, oh, we love a rainbow. It was all rainbows. The one because I looked through some images of the floats, and they were all like pretty. Nothing was too queer about them except for Mickey and Minnie were driving kind of a car with lots of rainbows and flags and peace signs across it. But, but it was still the rainbow, Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing about the rainbow flag is it's lost a lot of its initial meaning, right? Like, because if yeah. you think about like linking that back to like the seventies, mm-hmm. it is radical in the sense that Disney is like waving that flag around because if you linked it to like the seventies in San Francisco and like yeah. Harvey Milk, and you're just going like where that flag was initially used. Like, that was radical. The flag was radical. Now it's like, on a fucking Listerine bottle. Now it's exactly. on everything. Like, it's just like completely... Like, it's... The more and more it gets, like, oversaturated, the less less power it has. And yeah. it's like... In that sense, it's like... They can just kind of put it on. And then it's like, well, see, we are progressive, but they're not following that through with anything. Yeah. Because we're not... We're still not allowed to have gay sex on it, Disneyland's property. That's what I've... <laughs> It's still illegal to have open gay sex. I still can't give a gay blowjob. During Journey to the Center of the Earth. Let me live my truth. I wonder if it, like, because I'm sure people have fooled around on It's a Small World. Because yeah. it's an easy ride. But I wonder, like, what is the most radical ride that someone's been fucked on? <laughs> of the ones- you know the photos of people, like, going down, like, Splash Mountain? Yeah. Imagine if someone was, like, <laughs> just someone giving me a handjob on Splash Mountain. Both holding each other's dicks, <laughs> smiling at the camera. <laughs> Both going down on each other. Oh, it'd be beautiful. I'd which ride would you? Which ride do you think you would feel the most horny? <laughs> I reckon Sinbad, probably for me. Yeah, to- that was Tokyo so- Disney Sea. I love it, and the queue is so short, and often you can get a boat with <laughs> just by yourself. <laughs> Just jerking off alone on the Sunday. <laughs> no, I floor. mean you would. That's person. a good way to, I don't know, end your career. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand comedian caught Jer- jerking jer- off on Sunday. Like, the thing about that article is a lot of people would have to be explain like what Sinbad is in New Zealand because like, yeah. we never got that Disney film. But it's not. It film? I don't think it's based on a film. It's just a nice ride they had. It's just had. a cool ride they had, but they got Alan Menken to write the music. Beautiful. It's a, exclusive to Tokyo Disney Sea. I loved it so much. So, it's my favorite. It was I so good. I love it. 
Oh, we should make Sinbad gay. Yeah. Well, that's also... So Sinbad... Is Sinbad shirtless as well with a vest? Like Aladdin is? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. But I was so... Aladdin just never takes his top off in the fucking film. The characters at the Disney Pride Parade was Mickey and Minnie, Lilo, Lilo and, Stitch, and Stitch, which I guess is Stitch. Stitch is genderqueer. Genderqueer. Definitely uses them there. Their yeah. Way. And Aladdin. Really? Who else was present? I think that was like... I also just saw some employees and some rainbow shirts. Yeah. And it's just like... It would have been great if it was like Scar, Jafar, Ursula. Ursula. Ursula should have been heading up the parade. Um, Who's the uh, crab in Little Mermaid? Sebastian. Sebastian. Is that... Am I lying? The genie. is, Is Titus Burgess... No. I think Titus Burgess played him him of a way. But... RuPaul apparently auditioned and then did not get the role of Sebastian in the upcoming film. What do you think of this new Lion King movie? I think it's going to be... Boring. And just weird. I saw someone be the other day at the gym being like, the animation looks so good. And I was like, yeah, well, they look like real animals, but just go to the fucking zoo. I love that this happened at the gym. This guy's like, bust away. The animation looks... <laughs> no, I was over so I was eavesdropping because I'm Snoopy. <laughs> but... Um, I was just like, go to the zoo and listen to Beyonce. Like, if that's the kind of crossover mm. that you want, it's dumb. It's it like, dumb. I, I want more fantasy from it. And because I think the... I think what I would have preferred more is the actors dressed as the animals. <laughs> Which is what Cats is going to be, right? Yes, much. yes, yes. And now I'm like, great. I'm just like, yeah. play around with it, fuck it up a little bit, get it a bit wrong. Yeah. That's what I want. Because in... A, in- <laughs> Because uh, th- Aladdin, the live stage musical was here and Never Had a Friend Like Me was like huge, huge production number. They did so many things. And then I saw the movie and I was like, they still did a lot of things, but I was also like, oh, it's a movie with CG. Like you're, you're it's, just like- It's it, fake. The potential's boundless, so you don't care. Whereas the restriction of 2D animation is like what they can do with that. There's something exciting about seeing something live or like or know that it happened live. Yeah. Did you watch um, Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe, the BBC? I was- Obsessed. Same. We oh had all God, the videos. Never about this that. is crazy. We had the silver chair as well, which yes. was across two VHSs. Prince, Prince Caspian. <laughs> Voyage of the Dawn Dreader. He's a little bitch, isn't he? Let's get yeah. into it. What a privileged little fuck. Oh, no. Is. Not, sorry. No, Edmund. No. No. Who's the kid? The, the cousin. Yeah, what's his name? They jump into a picture frame in that Yes, one, and he's like, I don't want to go. He's like, yeah. so stroppy. At my house, we eat whatever we want when we want it. And then in that haunted little house in the first movie, Aslan. What was the music for that? It's uh, not. Ding, 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 ding. That's the secret garden. I was obsessed with the. Are they beavers? You know, the Mr. and Mrs. Beaver? Mrs. And Mrs. Beaver. I'm, those costumes are crazy. Yeah. And I oh love my God, it's like so fucked up. 2D animation sometimes yeah. in those films next to a live per- real and the And the fucking witch oh. is... Oh. Her performance is crazy. She's all there like... Cra- <laughs> and the Turkish Delight box that the ribbon unbeautiful. And I was like, how do they do that? And then I was like, I want to eat Turkish Delight. And then I ate some and I was like, this is not for me. Well, I was, I was so confu- I was confused for years because of the Cadbury Turkish Delight, which I would look at and be like, this isn't what was in the movie. And she pulls on like a hot... Chocolate out of that um, yes. weird teapot and the. It's horny, the, right? What's the castle called? Is he horny for her? Edmund? Is he horny for the queen? Edmund's gay and she's a gay icon. You know, oh, or she's yes. campy. Okay, 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 okay. That's what my affiliation was. I was like, I was Edmund. Like, I identify as a bit of an Edmund. Yeah. Even though he's 
evil, but then goes right. Who is it? Peter? Boring. Peter Susan seems boring. Later is the only one to reject, to say she doesn't believe in Aslan. So, bad girl. Uh, Edmund. Should we start an alternative podcast, which is Lion Witch in the Wardrobe? Like, (laughs) fanfic. And then Lucy. Everyone's like, Lucy's like, yes, queen. I'm like, Edmund's the real... Yeah. Edmund's the real homosexual in this narrative. Lucy's like the youngest person that everyone loves. Like yeah. She's, oh, she's yeah. so funny. She she's so cool. It, yeah. She's carefree. Yeah. Edmund is a she's brave. middle child with a Edmund lot Edmund gets it wrong, but he comes back with his tail between his legs. Yeah, he does. I've got goosebumps at the end when they all walk down the, and then they all get crowned. It's so nice. I've got goosebumps. It's so nice. It's so nice. It's so nice. They never made the... Um, is it called The Magic Kingdom? You know the the book that's technically before The Lion Witch? Right. Different characters. Also The Prince and His Horse or The Prince and His Boy? The Horse and His Boy? Did you read the books? No. I was strict, uh, strict did I the read the I'm books? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry True sorry. fans of the podcast, no. I did not <laughs> read the books. I lost list my Kindle on the plane to Sydney <sighs> and then it's been a real debacle. But unfortunately, my friend Paige. Yes. She... When she had to go, she was. Are you using this podcast to hope that she's listening to this is going to like return it for you? Well, she picked it up for me. Oh, legend! She trained over to the international terminal, picked it up. Now she's giving it to her friend who's flying back to New Zealand on Sunday. Wow, it's crazy! It's a small world. And the crazy thing is, like, what a what a nightmare to get back my Kindle. Also, I didn't notice it was missing for three weeks. Just and you to show want you to know how this little I read. <laughs> And now I'm like, I've got to get it back because... How does this whole Narnia fantasy finish? What was the castle called in Narnia? Hellavel. Or it was like... Oh, Alcatraz? No. no. <laughs> Fairfadavel. It was something like... Fairfadavel. Those are the syllables of it anyway. Yeah, Isn't that cool. funny that I just hear... That's how I hear music. Fairfadavel. Like I just hear like homonym or the sounds. Like, okay, segue into what we, who we both mutually decided was the Queen of the Week, which is Katy Perry. This is controversial because I hate her guts. Um, you hate her guts? Yeah, I roll my eyes a lot at Perry. Oh, yeah, I remember you talking, you were bagging her Met Gala looks and stuff. She's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you heard her here first. Well, like, she's stupid. She is. Yeah. She's like cotton candy and rollerblades, stupid. And she's. All over the place. I'm like, what are your views? Who are you? What's your deal? Yeah. Orlando Bloom. Like, the fact that she's like going to marry Orlando Bloom is like, oh, maybe she's 14. Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I feel like she's never fully like... Can uh, you imagine paddle boarding? Complete, like feeling someone's penis like... Oh, you're talking about the Orlando Bloom nudes? Nudes like hitting your back? It's so Crazy. weird. I don't like being nude that much. Yeah. It's like when people have... Um, What's the perks of being nude and paddling, paddle boarding? I don't know, I just feel free, I guess. But you're not like, ooh, swimming in the water. You're just like, ad- you're just like, Tah. out there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I want to have my my business kind of cuddled up and yeah, held I love close being to in my tops. body. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like a skinny dip. Do you? I do. Got to do it more often. Yeah, I think but it's really fun and freeing. I've got to get it. I've got to get back into it. Yeah, I guess. we I've do one since I was a child. We did one after the wedding. I went to this earlier this year. Oh. Lots of fun. Uh, I, I'm always struck by those. You know when there's a photo of like two white gay men and one of them's got the other one on his shoulders, but he's naked, but his dick is so... Yes. I, just, I can't stop thinking about like, his dick like, squashed against neck. the back of your neck. <laughs> his balls like sticking to your <laughs> shoulders. <laughs> 
And it's like, for the photo, it's like fun, but it's like, you don't get the other side of that of like hopping on. Yeah. And the organs of like, oh, a little bit, most of the junk on your neck. And then like yeah. hopping off and it like, the ball's like rubbing against the shoulders. Yeah, it's really weird. This has been our most sex negative podcast. It has. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud of it. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, <laughs> anyway, Katy Perry's got a great new song. Yeah. Never getting, never really over. Yeah. It's it sort of took me by surprise. I was enjoying it. And I'm like, the more and more I hear it, I'm like, I like this. What an earworm. It sounds like, uh, I feel like it's like a Carly Rae Jepsen Robin, like you can hear the influences of those sorts of things. Yes. And part it. of me was like, I wish they were singing it. But no. also, it's nice that it's Katy Perry. I like her voice, you know? And I've been listening to... I, since it came out, so I also went back and listened to some, like... I've been listening to Teenage Dream a little bit. Oh, yeah. Great song. I mean, really? she's had some great... The highs have been high and the lows have been disastrously low. Remember when she locked herself in that house? We watched a lot of that. She did, like... It was I watched like, it with, like, ten kids. She locked herself in a house for, like, press for her, like, upcoming album. The Witness. The Witness uh, era. And she had, like, a full mental breakdown and then like a counselling session she had a counselling session and this to me is so stupid isn't the whole point of counselling that you can say whatever you want because you know, you're know you talking to your counsellor and no one else is going to hear it yeah I don't know if that's the whole point of counselling but I it's a nice house though it was nice really big and I, I did really enjoy watching like she you know like four four big fans who were all 12 you know came and hung out and she just she I actually nice love when stuff like Taylor Swift's like I surprised guests like when was the year she Taylor Swift for all those kids birth uh, Christmas presents yeah and I was like oh I like that sort of creepy but I love surprises as a kid all I wanted this is not really a surprise but as a kid all I wanted was to win that competition at the supermarket where you got like 60 seconds to run through the aisles and grab as much as you want and chuck it into a trolley. Yeah, but I won this competition. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I won a competition at Toy World one year, bought my <laughs> nephew, nephew a train, and then I, and they were like, do you want to enter this? And I didn't look at what it was, and then I wrote it, and then they called me up, and I answered. They were like, is Eli there? And I was like, Yes. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> no, and they were like, okay. Deep voice for a 10-year-old? And then I had a sack and I got to um, put any Mattel products I wanted in it. Mattel? Uh, it was only Mattel, yeah. They do Barbie. Yeah, and, and I think Hot Wheels and some Star Wars. Like, there was, there was plenty of Was it fun, stuff. though? Uh, you were only embarrassed. I was so embarrassed and it was um, 42 degrees that day in Christchurch. You know what? I think global warming is real. <laughs> <laughs> It was That's really hot. So hot. It was so hot. And it was like oh my God. four days before Christmas, I think. It was crazy. Four days before Christmas. Yeah. And you got, so hold on. Did they kick everyone out of the shop so that this adult could walk run the aisles? How long did you get? Uh not long. Like I not I don't even know if it was timed or if I just had to fill the sack. But uh, Okay, this is not quite the same as the timed. The time. I know the one you talk about where you get a what would you, do and you run through. In that. If you had sixty seconds. And and this, so you're at, I'm going to specifically give this to you. Mm-hmm. You're in, my eyes have never been wider. Yeah. 
You're on. <laughs> it's scary the way you're staring at me. <laughs> you're on Ponsonby Countdown. Yeah. Okay. You're. You've just walked through the do 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 ding with the trolleys. You know, mm-hmm. like the um, the entrance. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a trolley in your hands. You're looking at the veggie aisle. Your sixty seconds starts now. Where do you go? Okay. Avoid perishables because I can get them later. So I go, I think I maybe go to the wine section and maybe grab one of those. You know how they've got a couple of really expensive bottles of wine? Good bet. Chuck those and then I'm right by the organic section. So I'm the fancy. The fanciest fucking cereal, a bunch of bottles of kombucha, some, you know, all the flash peanut butter, okay, all the booze balls I need. Don't forget that fancy ice cream section. Yes. Dude, they've got two ice cream fridges there. Oh, One's wow. got the nice stuff and one's got the kind of... They've actually got the same stuff. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I think sometimes because like Coke and say Pepsi are like can't be in the same fridges and maybe that's the same for like Tip Top and someone. Of course. From there, run past, grab a chunk full of Whitakers. Just like okay. handfuls of those. Do you reckon you're at like 45 seconds? And then finally, just run to the uh, like health foods are just like a bunch of vitamins. Some Metamucil. Oh, yes. <laughs> Some of those pricey things. Razors. <laughs> Razors. Yeah. Mouthwash. Yeah, some La- rainbow listerine. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, thank you. What wow. about you? what about you? Okay, so I'm starting at the okay, so I didn't even factor in alcohol, so I'm not gonna include that because I just I haven't thought of it. Cool. You if had, you didn't factor it in, that means it, you probably don't I, need it. In that know? time I panicked, you know, yeah. I wouldn't have thought <laughs> yeah. about it. So I've run I reckon I've run straight to the chocolate section. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the first thing I've done. And I've just like and the biscuits, I'm just whacking biscuits in my trolley. Sometimes. Chocolate. And then I've Gone right down to the ice cream fridge. I'm pulling out a fence, fa- fancy yogurt. I've panicked. I've seen the meat. I like. I don't want it, but I'm chucking in mints. I'm chucking in meatballs. I'm wow. chucking in steaks. I'm going. I'm freaking out. I picked a whole chicken. Okay, now I'm probably down like international aisle, and I'm just I'm picking stuff at random. I'm just going crazy. Wow. And then I'll run out of there, loop around, and now I'm in probably baking needs. Fuck yeah. I'm going to load mm. up on baking. I'm going to eat some flour, some self-raising flour. I'm getting like boxes. I'm getting those. You're bro- out of time. You're sure. You're no, time I've now. run. I'm 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> You're halfway through now? Give me my time. And now I'm fast. Yeah, this is a big countdown. And then, um, <laughs> oh, now I've panicked and uh, I've headed, uh, fuck, out of there. Where have I? Where have I been? Uh, <laughs> you avoided alcohol. I'm you're, lost. You've done chocolate, ice cream, and now you're having a meltdown. I've had meat, and now I've got international aisle. Yeah, that's where yeah. I panicked. Oh, and now I've gone into magazines. I've picked up some magazines, and I've regretted it. Wow, which ones? Just whatever you saw. Just whatever I saw. Wow, fishing. Did you get any loop? Did you remember the loop? I forgot the loop. I wasn't too embarrassed. <laughs> uh, it was fun. What's crazy is the items that I listed are not things that I buy from the supermarket. Like, if I was thinking about what I should buy, it would just be like, I'd get all, so many eggs, I'd buy packs of hash browns, some bread. <laughs> hash browns? I haven't, had hash, I haven't bought hash browns in years. Really? Every time I'm like, every I time love it's like a Sunday brown. morning, I'm like, I'll cook brunch. I go out of book. Every time I go to the, um, the airport, Ooh. I will... Go to McDonald's and get breakfast, even if it's four o'clock in the afternoon. Really? Yes, squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> I never get McDonald's at the airport. Um, or we're at. Oh, we're, this is this is chugging along. Is there any other thing gay that we need to mention? Or we've just kind of gotten through like admin now. Yeah, I was reading more about Little Rich's life. Oh yeah. So he was gay. He was kicked out of his house for being gay, and then he was like, and then he had sex with like men and women. But then he like went back in the closet. Was like, I'm not gay. And then later on, he was like, I am gay. And then like. 
multiple times he's come out and gone back in and now as a like 85 year old man as of 2017 he said that homosexuality and trans agendas are uh, uh, transgender people are completely unnatural uh, and that's where he's standing right now. Oh, this is why, really sad. Eh? Why is he on the pod? I don't know. Talks, but then I was about to be like, we need to make a biopic. I might no. Well, obviously, he's very interesting and very conflicted. Yes, and from a time where, like, uh, I mean, like you know, he was part of that whole era of music where like black artists got completely fucked over. Like, yeah. I think they sold the song Tutti Frutti for fifty dollars. Oh, for fuck's so that's all he made sake. from that song or something. Like, it's yeah, it's all he's part of a fucked up world and i think his, his parents his dad was a, a minister or something so i think what did you think of rocket i saw rocket man in the end yeah i talked about last oh that's right now i'm talking about my experience you know what blew it. my mind what i didn't know that was bryce dallas Howard. oh she gives a rotten performance <laughs> truly <laughs> truly stunk the character was just like ridiculous it was like elton Dart. like just like who is this woman you it know it was wild his childhood stuff i was like i'm not buying any of these characters and like I didn't really like that scene where they all sung on their own. Like, yeah, that was weird. I and that enjoyed some of it, and I thought a lot of it was trash. Did you? Yes, oh, I loved it, but I thought it was horny, and I enjoyed that. And the it's interesting that the sex scene is being banned in Russia. Yeah, and bloody Elton and Taron spoke out about it, and I was like, "Good on you, Taron! Like, you, get Taren. out get there! Him on. Get him behind you, the you walls. You can be only be in that film if you speak out against like, the injustices as well." Yeah, um, but. I was like, hmm, he's an interesting guy in the sense that... Taron like, or Elton? Elton. Mm. Like, basically just, like, quite a privileged young boy who got, like, piano lessons and, you know, like, it was yeah. like a working class family, but, but got a scholarship to, like, a fancy music yeah, school, school, learned the Like, all his kind of problems were self-made, but there's a little internalized homophobia you know, and like kind of uh, an outward homophobia as well at the time. Yeah. Um, that he kind of masked as like campness in like the 70s, you know? Mm. Um, but then just like got really rich and then just like loved alcohol and drugs, but like didn't kind of regret taking them all. Was like, it was fun. And then I got angry and yeah. then I stopped. There, I read an interesting thing this morning about. I love how- Elton John though. Oh, his music is so, so good. good. I was listening to it today. I cooked it pretty first. Um, uh, about both Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocketman having these scenes where, like, their downward spiral into, like, uh, drugs and drinking is also, like, intertwined with, like, sexuality in a way that seems to kind of shame, like, queer. Yes. Like, because there's two... Both those movies have scenes where they're, like, in gay clubs, like, and it's kind of the peak of their meltdown yes. is them... And it's, like, writhing on naked men's bodies. Yeah, it's so weird. true. It's like, you're so true. You're so true. <laughs> no, but that's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, and at like at the worst point of my life, I was fucking men in clubs. And it's like, yeah, yeah totally. I was like, I, I made a joke to Leon um, as we were watching it, being like, I can't wait for the scene where he signs the contract for writing music for The Lion King. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, wouldn't it be funny if the music was like kind of boringly, like just like all the boring admin of being Alton John? Yeah, well, I loved how it was like completely, like, like in terms of the, the songs were out of order in terms of where they came yes, out. Yes, like it had I, I Want Love is the one that the family all sing. And that's recent, right? That's the yeah. one with Justin Timberlake in the music video. I wanted like 90s Diana. Alton as well like I really wa- I was just like oh, it was just covered the same amount of like 
And I was like, well, why don't we see him now, like, with his husband? I don't know. Maybe it's because he's still alive and it's just, like, too soon. It's, I don't know. He's also been, like, I don't know. He's, like, happy and accepted and, like... Yeah, but wouldn't that be nice to kind of show that? I don't know. Some of it. I guess it's more... It's honestly more a movie about addiction than it is about sexuality. Yes. I, I wish they'd kept it a little bit more. I was reading... Uh, about all of his like his five main past lovers yes and one of them is a guy I think his name's Gary Clark but I could be making that up who lived in Melbourne who was with for two years and apparently two nights before he proposed to that sound engineer who he marries yes. for like a, a quick second uh, he had a threesome with that Australian guy and a male prostitute and, was, and then two, two nights later proposed to that woman at I think an Indian restaurant I'm trying. I'm trying to recall these details that I read this morning because I thought they were so interesting, but I'm, I'm not sure how right I'm getting them. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I'd appreciate it if it was a bit more sorted like that. Yeah, it's. I I thought it was. It's essential that that sex scene happened. It, it yeah. just like gave the movie first, such a kick. I you think know? it's the first mainstream movie to have a gay sex, a gay man on man sex scene like that. It's not it's really a sex scene as much as a bit of kissing, a zip, and then like a pan up to the sky, like "Call Me by Your Name." No, but it's not that bad because you see who's topping and you, you see do. the legs go up. Uh, like yes, but you, it's a scene that people are gonna see and be like, "Oh, they definitely fucked." Yeah, yeah, and I think. It's one of those scenes where, like, I remember when um, uh, Please Like Me came out and then Josh Thomas's mum was like, oh, I didn't realise that's how you... Like, that's posi- that's the position you had to be in to have sex. Or like, oh, yeah, that's... Oh, a- that you couldn't... No, it was that gay men could have sex and... Facing each other. Look at each other in the eye. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we should... Someone should label the pan up to the sky, like, give it a name. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's like, whenever it's like... Too much to show, then we just pan up the to the sky. Slide. The gay slide. <laughs> I love it when the little boy sings the bitches back, though. And yeah. that's my new favorite Alton song. I really love it. Yeah, it's a great song, Such isn't it? I love I'm Still Standing. That's, I, it's, that's my other one. Because <laughs> when I broke my foot doing my gay comedy show, gay comedy dance Sorry, show. Sorry, which one? <laughs> um, I broke my foot on that, you know, and then I had to do the whole season on a broken foot. I listened to that song every night. It's so defiant, isn't it? It's, yeah, and it just like it really sense. ramped me up, and then I got out, and then I'd perform on it, Great. and it was just what I needed. I'm still, sta- we're still parting, even though no one's listening. listening. <laughs> they are listening. Um, I love when people tweet us. Keep tweeting us. Yeah, keep tweeting us. We have had a few the last couple of days. Um, is there anything else that we wanted to talk about? What, well, we still have the Google Doc, right? Yeah, we made a Google Doc. Um, well, Covered that Oh Miley Cyrus's new song with RuPaul Have you heard it? Oh we were We had this, a little discussion about this at your house right Because yeah. It's like When she adopt, when she went like full Hip hop Hip hop Like appropriating Left right and centre And now yeah. Then she went like full country Yeah I love Liam Hemsworth And, and then she's, she's gone, gone like Black? And in the interim, she said she was bored of hip-hop because all the songs were, like, the really problematic quote, which she was like, all of hip-hop is pretty much just, like, I've got my new ro- Rolex, got a chick sitting on my cock and stuff. And oh. then people were like, well, don't criticise this music that you co-opted. Yes. And literally had your most successful album as a result of yes. doing that. Uh, but yeah, the song Catitude is, like, pretty much a RuPaul song that Miley is in. And it's... And RuPaul is nasty in it. He says, what where he says, you bust a nut while I'm fingering your butt or something like that. Really? noise. Wow. Yeah. So I'm into that aspect. Oh, and there's a bit where 
This is a bit about like milking a guy or like milking every last drop out of a guy or something. Wow. It's. What does she call herself? And what's the main thrust of that song? A catitude. It's like, uh, I, I'm not a pussy because I have got catitude or something like that. <sighs> it's. Yeah. And then. Oh. And then she she's does. straight. Oh. Well, she's. Is she a queer woman? Like. She, yeah. She identifies as genderqueer and pansexual. But right. Then, yeah. But it's kind of wild with someone who does that and does this like weird super queer performance brings out all these drag queens that's how they identify and then like a year later is like now I'm in this like super you're married the straightest the straightest guy it's hard to be queer when you're married to a Hemsworth yeah is that crazy to say am I cancelled over that statement it's yeah uh, yes you you are (laughs) cancelled but uh, not by me (laughs) (laughs) by the fans by the fans though but yeah, that is. I mean, it's obviously it's always a fight for someone who's for. Uh, I think a lot of women who identify as bi or yes, pan, and because they, sure. they're in a heterosexual relationship, people are like say like Anna Paquin when she um, came out, and then they were like, "Are you really bi?" And she's yes, like, yeah, I am. Uh, who's to say how queer Liam Hemsworth is? He's pretty straight, I reckon. Uh, we don't know. Yeah, you no, know, he's straight though. Let's wait for the biopic. That's what yeah, I'm okay. saying. And guess who's going to be playing him? Me. This faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> this fucking. <laughs> um, we should just. That's the. That's the next plan, right? Is like we start in the like really straight biopics. Oh, fucking yeah. straight pie. Let's not even give it a breath. That was in the dock. But honestly, I do think there is one funny thing about these fucking dipshit pro-Trump assholes who are trying to do a straight oh. pie parade in uh, Boston, and they and they are getting a little bit of like legal gain, I think, because mm. of like discrimination laws. They've they've argued. That's what Israel it. Folau is trying to um, <sighs> fight back as well. Fuck up! But they did say that they've figured out who their mascot is, and their mascot is Brad Pitt, the epitome of male straightness. He married Angelina Jolie. Like he's not and that straight. Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. and Jennifer For Aniston. Aniston. Yeah, get fucked. Those are three women that gay men will say are hot <laughs> so that they can look straight. <laughs> Also, his his Fight Club bod is he did Troy. Yes, he's not straight. No, Alexander. No, Colin Farrell did. Remember when Troy and Alexander came out and like oh, yeah. every fourteen year old closeted gay man was just like getting boners and cinemas. Like I know, yeah. But Which also one, was so well, deeply who's angry because they eliminated the gay storyline out of Troy. It's still a little gay, Alexander, isn't it? Yes. I think Colin Farrell is hotter than Brad Pitt now, right now. But who's hotter? Troy or Alexander the Great? So you mean Achilles is the name of the character? I think Troy is the city. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that laugh! <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so stupid. Okay, who's, who's hotter, Achilles? Oh, that's right, because he snaps his fucking attendant. Yeah, or, I think I think uh, I think Alexander. He's a little yeah, bit more same. crafty, wily. I smart. was I had more of a semi in that film than I did in yeah. Troy. Troy is like and and Brad Pitt at that point in his career was like so buff and tanned yes. and perfect skin that it's like I, it's I that level of hotness where it's like unattainable. So you, yes. you can't sit outside. It's that Zac Efron mm. um, when he did Baywatch. Have you watched the Colin Farrell sex tape? I think so. Yeah, I think it's one that most people have yeah. seen, eh? Yeah. He's like, your pussy tastes fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Drama school audition monologue. <laughs> the Colin Farrell sex tape. 
I'll be reading um, a monologue from the Corinne Farrell six time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the pussy tastes fucking fantastic. fantastic. It was a good accent. I really enjoyed that. Um, oh, we just also want to shout out Rainbow Youth, who turned 30 oh, yeah, last Yeah, yeah, great. They, they celebrated the 30th birthday, but also recently uh, so there was a Destiny Church event. Yes. Brian Tamaki's Homophobia Apology Tour. Uh, at the Disney Church, <laughs> they invited... It's selling out it's arenas. Like big bucks. Invited two people from the... Uh, <laughs> problematic rival pride oh organisation to speak, and then they tried to donate the money they were given as Koha for performing to Rainbow Youth, and Rainbow Youth were like, no thanks. No thanks. We, don't, they we co- don't want your tainted Destiny Church cash. And they copped a bit of flack, I think, from a lot of, one, uninformed straight people in the comment section. Yeah. And two, like, um, fucking the Tam- uh, Brian Tamaki's, like, all the Destiny Church's, like, press agent. Um, yeah. That, uh, who's also, I think... Gene Golter? Javan Golter. Who was who called um, Rainbow Youth pathetic... Pathetic idiots? Idiots or losers. Uh, for rejecting that money and saying that you, if you're a charity, you can't pick and choose where your cash comes from. However, I think, like, Rainbow Youth are an organization which, you know, are... Um, I think you can pick and choose where you take money from, like in politics as well. It's like you. If can't... it's coming from a person who has like purposefully made life for queer people hard, worse and, and is the reason why organisations like Rainbow Youth exist. need to exist, yeah, they're setting the wrong example by taking cash from them. And so I think it is well within their means and rights to say no to that money. Also amazing last night, Grant Robertson announced the Rainbow Legacy Trust. Yes. Uh, not sure if I have named exactly what it is. Back to that. Back to that. But starting with the government giving a million dollars to support queer youth. It's amazing what organisations like Rainbow Youth do. And, you know, there's some incredible speeches that night. And um, Francis, the director of Rainbow Youth, yeah, they so. did a great, incredible and like uh, very, like you could feel it, how it cut through the room around how mm-hmm. they did a big kind of nationwide uh tour you know would you call it a tour uh, of like you know just engaging with communities around the you know wider country and like a, a shocking story of like um an individual in Invercargill who had like a poster for their queer high school group ripped down by a principal of the school which is like yeah. a, a shocking reminder that like organizations oh, yeah, like rainbow youth need to exist so like you can actually yeah. go to their website and donate tamaki tamaki tamati Set up an automatic payment to yeah. and you can do this. And it was a good reminder. Yeah. There was Jacinda was there, Grant Robertson was there, Tommy Coffee was there. We were there. We were there. And so was Olympic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that has to be the end of the podcast because you absolutely ruined it. <laughs> there wasn't even any Olympic there. There was bubbles and orange juice. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> But I would have enjoyed some Alan Pete. Delicious. All right. What are you doing tonight? Um, oh, we're doing snort. Are you going to play? We're doing it? snort. I'm going to play. I'm going to go on a run now. I'm yeah. going to go for a run in the t shirt that I wore to bed. Because uh, I'm still in I'm going to have a little lie hours down. later. Are you? Yeah, I think that's why I might do it. Well, then you're coming biscuits. round. Alice is going to cook a rice. Yes, we're going to play is. a board game. Oh, well, that sounds nice, doesn't it? Isn't that a perfect Friday? Oh, lovely. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, dear friends. And I hope you're well. And oh, it's like a phone call. Um, <laughs> And um, see my love to the family. So how to the kids? So how to the, the kids? Pets. And we'll see you next time. Um, yeah. Stay safe. Stay happy. Um, keep in touch. If there's anything wrong, flick us a message. And yet a pussy tastes fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the mail game. They're both mail, and they're both gay. The mail games. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns.